What are you doing, Pete? <laughs> You're playing with bells. I do what I want. You don't own my soul. <laughs> I'm working on it, though. <laughs> you really are. Yeah, it's a stretch goal this on is Patreon. Poison, poison yeah. Sprite and garlic chips. In fact, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Maybe we should sell chips. you on Patreon. You could. We won't sell you on the you know the one dollar, five dollar, ten dollar, but we'll have it as a like a if we make five thousand a month that goal thing. I will then do a special dance. You. All oh, right. Okay. Well. All right. Own a dance guys. or they own you. It's six I and don't. One, half dozen the other. I have a strict bedtime. Number uh-huh. one and number two. I do not sweep. <laughs> well, that goes with. I do not saying. sweep. I've, I can vacuum. I do not sweep. Patreon forward slash. Lousy San Francisco podcast. podcast. <laughs> The following is a production of S.K. Morton Creative. Places, please. Quiet down. And here we go. And roll camera. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to S.K. Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. A favorite of Sir Reginald, Duke of Chutney. So allow us to lay some protocol on you. Tonight, S.K. welcomes... Bing Crosby, Roger Miller, LeVar Burton, and Alan Doyle sings Russell Crowe's songbook. And now, he's just as handsome in real life as he is in his wanted posters. <laughs> S.K. Morton. Keep clapping, are, you done? Sure. are you done chewing yet? Are you, oh wait, are you eating Did you, in the <laughs> microphone? No. Did you stuff a fig newton Not in, in your microphone. mouth? Not in the microphone. Oh, now if we try to eat, we get... That's I right. Know. I grief. Because it's not bad. I think we should clap podcast. back. Clap back. Clap back. back. Clap back. Big Newton. Big Newton. That's right. You're running nothing tonight. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready, you Mr. DeMille. I think you're in charge. Do you need to maybe swish yeah. something around in your mouth? I could maybe. I could maybe. So it's not all spitty sounding? I could maybe turn you down a little. How about it does that? sound like it does smell you like do have Arizona. To come home, you know, there's a big cloud of Arizona <laughs> and mediocrity. Would you two from across the Would table. you two mind if I welcome some people? Yes, a little bit. All right. First of all, I'm pretty excited because we haven't had this many people in the bomb shelter for a while. Well, actually, last last week. week. But, but before <laughs> that, well, that's a while. Actually, it was two weeks because two we weeks. were gone for two weeks. So we were gone for a week. Mm-hmm. So first, let me greet the adoring throng. Yay. Welcome to another night. In the bomb shelter, that's Kate Morton's Lousy San Francisco all podcast. Of them, all, all of them, them are ladies. Yes, that's true. It's weird. You know why? Because Tom's a sex symbol. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to that in a second. It, it's he because has a nice mustache. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about the mustache. Thank you. Uh, that's true. So that's let's just, true. okay, ladies, we'll also, like mini uniform. <laughs> what do you say we confuse some people and welcome our senior member of the team sound engineer of utmost out of quichelance squidge mcsqueezy thank you someone in our midst has integrity exactly <laughs> and it isn't you <laughs> um, it is fed up but now okay. here's someone the other interesting person in the room uh our regular full-time permanent co-host and resident chanteur i wasn't counting myself oh. mr peter feliciano yay, yay. I love you pete curtsy all right, and now Mr. Sexy. Wait a minute. What? You always forget about me. Oh my gee. That's, that's kind of my thing. It's kind what of a gimmick. It's kind of your thing. Kind of Forgetting your wife. All right. Yeah. Hmm. How Isn't are you sweating already? It's nice and cool. Did in you not here. just hear the last uh, the, the <laughs> exchange? 
Um, let's see. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay, we also want to on the flank of <laughs> SK Morton. <laughs> Seriously. Drum roll, please. Well, normally, <laughs> normally you come in later, but you're going to be for the whole show tonight. Please welcome Babette. Yeah! Yay for me. We love Babette. Okay. Thank you, Steve. No. Steve. Steve. P- Who's Steve? Who's Steve? Tom. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> she, Tom, she's a black lady. She doesn't do anything wrong. Don't worry about it. Just, your name is now Steve, okay? You know, there was a Steve Swinney who played for the Raiders back oh, in the 70s. Oh, wow. That's yeah. exactly Everyone's what totally I was thinking yeah. about. Okay. That's right. So why don't we welcome our guest? He, he may... Enjoy rich, hearty broths made from beef. Uh-huh. He was cosplay before cosplay was cool, and that predates steampunk. And he's been calling the Van Trap kids into line for up to over 40 years. Please welcome, you'll get all this as we go on, the head doorman from the Sir Francis Drake Hotel, Sir Tom Sweeney. Yeah! Thank you very much. Great to be here so tonight excited. with you guys. All right. We're excited to have you. Uh, We're very thanks excited. a lot. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Why didn't you wear your beef eater stuff? I know. Um, I well, I asked, you. but um, he told me nobody's going to see me. <laughs> yeah, I, I did no one's going to hear you either. <laughs> You know, Uh, wait a second. It was my my fault. He said, should I wear it? And I said, no. But I was thinking it was hot in here and you would be hot. Because you're a dream crusher. Would you you rather worn it now? Oh, it doesn't matter to me, you know. I've been wearing it for over 40 years. Why didn't you have him wear it? I bought some pictures. uh, He brought pictures so I won't be able to see. SK, why didn't you wear yours? All right, thank you for the gesture. (laughs) I'm disappointed. Why do you... uh, She's disappointing. All right, this is what we're going to do. Normal, I'm, you're going to see how the, the sausage is made tonight. Okay. Well, I don't want to know that. <laughs> I know you hate that expression. Yeah. No, but normally what we do on mm-hmm. the show is we'll get the guest comfortable by talking about some other things, uh-huh. San Francisco related, but that way you're not the focus yet. Mm-hmm. But then, but you've done interviews, you've met heads of state, you've, so you're not going to be the slightest bit nervous, are you? No, no. No, okay. Even in my presence? <laughs> um, I think I can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> That's how good you he said, is, Pete. Think. All right. But there were a couple of things I did want to discuss from my own obsession. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> the Bay Guardian, 2017, Best of the Bay. Who? We did not mention this, I don't think. Well, we definitely didn't do it. You Facebook posted for the first time ever. Facebook, yes. Which I'm proud of you because you're 73, so it was very impressive. (laughs) The best best walking tour in San Francisco for 2017 from the Bay Guardian, as voted by the readers. I don't know if that's better or not. S.K. Morton's lousy San Francisco walking tour. Congratulations. That's so great. Yeah, I'm very excited about that now that I'm retiring. How many times were you allowed to vote yourself? <laughs> I did. I did vote for myself. I have five email addresses. Mm-hmm. I voted five times. Okay, and you have zero emails in there except for from Nigerian we won, princes. We won by four. We no, won. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all my Nigerian prince guys—they they got in on it. Right. I mean, right. I owe them, but I, mm-hmm. they got right. in. On it. <laughs> so now another thing I do: sausage making. Is Ooh, I come ew. up with this mm-hmm. now? Put in fennel. No what do you? <laughs> There's these updates. I, come, I, I There's a particular site I like to go to that I put on the script here. It's from SFist. Ooh, you hate them. Yeah, I do, but I use them all the time. Now I like them even less. Why? Because they went out of business. Yay! Probably because yeah. of you. Wow. It might be. Yeah, it, might. <laughs> it was because you were railing on this very famous podcast that yes. we're on. You were railing against them. 
Yeah, and that they must have, been have cracked under the pressure. Well, let's. I'll the read social to you. Pressure. I'll read to you what they said. <laughs> there were also there was uh, LAist, DCist. Mm-hmm. There might have even been all the ists. All the ists went out of business. Yes, because they were under DNA Info was the name of the company that they were all under. Also, Gothamist. I, I get this when I click on one of my links. It says, Today, I've made the difficult decision to discontinue publishing DNA Info and Gothamist. Reaching this decision was, wasn't was easy, and it wasn't one I made lightly. Blah, 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 blah. I'm a great guy. Everything's hard for me. A lot of what I believed would happen did, but not all of it. My devil. But then DNA Info is, at the end of the day, a business, and businesses need to be economically successful if they're to endure. I am hopeful that in time someone will crack the code on a business that can support exceptional neighborhood storytelling, for I believe telling those stories remains essential. Sincerely, Joe Ricketts, because he does not like citrus, uh, chief executive <laughs> officer of the thing. So, so it, he must he must have got rid of because I mean those guys don't write well. They don't right. like he. So he gives them five dollars, ten dollars, you know, exactly. An hour or something, That's my point. And they go on and say, "What did NBC say? Copy, paste, exactly. Take out all the context and <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. and correct enunciation yeah, say, yeah, yeah. and let's put it right. Oh, no proofreading. You can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> and and so uh, well, it turns out. <gasps> Uh, even the people that were working for him didn't know about this. They refreshed their own web page and went, this is what popped up. You couldn't nice. get the old stories. Yeah. You know, all of this kind of stuff. Because apparently the week before, they had all voted to unionize. Nice. And, well, that's uh, what you get for a journalism degree from ITT Tech. <laughs> DeVry University. Yeah, DeVry University, <laughs> online Phoenix. So, uh, yeah, Joe Ricketts closed down because of uh, they were unionizing. He was saying it was about money, but he couldn't have been paying for that kind of material. We've read it every week. Right. And he couldn't have been paying for it. So it must have been the union thing. But they did, Mm. as an update, you can still get the archival stuff. Because on all my scripts, I've saved all those with all the links, so I can always go back when I finish my book to look at that stuff. So anyway, SFist is no more, and we will be looking for other very poorly written online content. To make the last seven episodes of this show the best they can be. What were the What were the other ones that you don't like? You don't like Kron, right? Oh yeah. Who well, else? I, I don't know if I want to say all this stuff oh. with Tom here tonight because I'm sure he's got friends at Kron. Um, I have friends at every station. Yeah, he's got friends oh. everywhere. So. I know you don't like mustachio. No, you men. like you like um, we like we like um Gary Rad. We like Gary. Yeah, hey, and Gary. we like um the light complected black lady. What's her name? Pam Moore? Yeah, we like oh, Pam. Yeah, Pam's been there a long time. Yeah, cool. I remember her from the 90s. Yeah, yeah Pam's she's, been there a long time. Yeah. yeah, she's cool. So anyway, that's what's happening uh, somewhere. Animal obits. Mm. Wah, wah. Did you guys hear about the mountain lions? No. No, what happened? We've been talking about this off and on for a while. There have been mountain lions coming through different parts of the city, well, not near just my the wooded they, ha- they came near my house um, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. They were like- uh, Down on the cable car. No, well, then that, <laughs> not, that, not that house. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, um, right near the Sea Cliff area, and I live right, right. there. And it, and it was just a couple blocks away from me. Yeah. That one was Very caught good. on video yeah. in front of what's his Sales name? Sales Force, uh, Benny Offs. Yeah, Benny Offs. Oh, and cool. I was yeah. running that. I was running that morning uh, looking for it, but um, I couldn't find it. Yeah, uh, running. You were running behind, that morning. That's because yeah. it was behind you. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this Tom. It, yeah. it must see that that stash adds yeah. like an aerodynamic. You're much more. I stayed close to the street as I could. Uh, there's a lot of trails around there, right, but I yeah. stayed closer to the street. Interesting. But it was the first time ever that there's been a lion in that area. I mean, I've, wow. I've been in San Francisco all my life, and that's the first time I give, ever remember that. Well, happening. last year we had one in our area. Did you? Yeah, and Where? the one that, uh, just down by uh, St. Mary's. Oh, right there. Wow. Yeah, they they caught one of those on one of their video cameras. 
and then the one over in your neighborhood was about yeah. three weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. And then about two weeks ago, they actually shot one with a tranquilizer. Oh, yeah. They didn't Diamond kill Heights. They didn't kill Up it. in Diamond Heights. Yeah. Uh, near the, what is it, Sherman Play Yard, Playground? Yeah, or? he's, uh, the lion's in custody right now. He sent him down to the reservoir area, down Crystal Springs. Is that what they told uh, you? Yeah, that's, yeah, I know it. I'm a doorman. You got to know this stuff. <laughs> well, wait a second. Wait, yeah, just wait a I'm second. I'm a doorman a is not a catch-all for everything <laughs> to know about lion placement. What are you talking about? It's okay. We, we I'm have, a doorman. Right. Yeah, yeah. Is, anyone, is there a doctor on the plane? I'm here. That's how, that's, how got him, that's how we got himself arrested at the White House six times. Right. Um, yeah, I'm a doorman. I'm a doorman. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. I'm going to read what it says whistle? here about that because I'm going to call him on it. I, I did you, did you bring your whistle? Oh, I didn't we'll bring one, but uh, I didn't bring one. But uh, it's my, I'm on vacation, so I can't be blowing the whistles. <laughs> Lieutenant James Ober of the Fish and Wildlife. Uh, let's see. Well, uh, he arrived at the complex 5100 block of Diamond Heights Boulevard shortly before 1 p.m. Said the cat appeared to be under quite a bit of stress. Mm. Really? Well, I mean, it is tax season. Right. Um, <laughs> well, said the animal, because of all the cars going by. Well, they and they, he shot him. He shot the cat. The cat well, rolled down the hill. Tranquilizer, tranquilizer. Mm-hmm. After ten minutes, he was still moving, so he shot him again. When they loaded him in the truck, they could this, the dart was still in him, which I think is a little, you know, he's already out. Take the dart out. You know, it's kind of a little bit of a. Was he reaching for his wallet? Is that what did? They shot him forty-one times. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, it says, uh, we're pretty sure it's from the peninsula because otherwise we'd have to walk across the bridge or swim across. So we're going to drop it off on the peninsula where it is most likely to have come from. Yeah, but so there, the- there have been deer that have crossed the Gongi Bridge, you know. Oh, yeah. Really? My, my, son was coming, my son was coming across the bridge and took a picture of it, and uh, it was the front page of the Chronicle. Uh, let me ask you this. Did you ever meet Herb Kane? Herb Kane um, had me in his column like 55 times. Did, you ever, did he talk to you and everything? He called me at home and I thought it was God calling. Really? <laughs> it, it, was, it was the most powerful guy I've ever met except for all the presidents of the United States I've shaken hands oh, with. Oh boy, here it comes. All right. You met Obama? Let me get I like, most, I like how yeah, we just yeah, yeah. backdoor brags. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like, uh, yeah, Good you for know. you. Brag, brother. Well, brag. it's just because I work on Powell Street. They, they all have to come through uh, Powell Street to get to the presidency. I mean, every president comes to San Francisco. <laughs> So I've, I've shook hands with all of them except Trump. But the only thing I have in common with Trump right now is that we're both in the hotel business. Yeah. Yeah. And you both have the same hair. Yeah, that's true. Except yeah. yours is in the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do, well, we'll get to the yeah, interview gonna, later. Let me we'll just finish. I have one last thing. One more important person in San Francisco. Oh, boy. And I know you know this guy. You must know this guy. Michael Tilson Thomas. Did you hear about oh, he's, he's awesome. retiring? He's retiring in the same year I'm retiring. Yeah. 2020. And, and that's the thing. They put it out there like, Michael Tilson Thomas is retiring. And I went, oh, no. And I looked. It says, 2020, a third of us that are alive now will not be when he retires. This is not news. <laughs> are they going to promise it to Conan and then give it to Jay That's afterwards? exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> the reason why I brought up the Herb Cain is because I'm heir to the Herb Cain throne. I didn't know if you knew. Um, so I, I heard that. You're here tonight to kiss the ring oh, yeah. is what I'm oh, saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. The, the reason why I brought In between up, all the sushi you burps. Are, you're so cute, Tom. You're so cute. Uh, thanks, thanks. Okay, so the thing is, Michael Tilson Thomas is, is uh, well, he's a lot like you. Not 40 years, but it's been like 35, 38 years. I think in San Francisco, I think he's been 20 years in the city, but but overall, he's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. What I think do? 20 years in San Francisco. Am I bothering you? No, it's okay. No, what you're are you me. doing? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> But let's no. just Bebe, let's just kick him out and start a but, podcast yeah, ourselves. It'll be brilliant. Right? We'll call it um, Black and Half Brown. Oh, <laughs> like a peanut butter Oreo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Tom thought he was going to get away with. We're not going to say anything that'll get him in trouble. <laughs> We're trying. Uh, I, all I wanted to do, I only brought up the Michael Tilson Thomas thing because it isn't for two and a half more years. And I was a little let down that it wasn't something, you know, heavy. And even afterward, he's still doing four weeks a year and everything. But I just wait, wanted wait, wait, to point what does out. He do? He's a symphony person? What does he yeah, do? Yeah, he's the conductor understand. of the San Francisco conductor. Symphony. Conductor, okay. Yeah. I just he's the guy. The he's the main guy, the and he kind of like uh, redefined what a what a conductor does for symf- city symphonies. He's he did all mm. you know the whole play into the movies, and he's they've done recordings and they tour and everything. He did all that. He's done a bunch of stuff. Yeah, wow, yeah. that's cool. But that's what cool. I wanted to point out is that that whole not wearing a collar thing and just the thing like that. Here's a picture of him from 1995. Wow. Still Michael doesn't have a collar. Thomas? He hasn't had a collar since 1995. I thought that was, I thought that was Barry Manilow. Yeah, he does look like him, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. That yeah. looks like John Cicada. All right. No, you know, no, they, they only the come around I'm every 10 of. years. There we go. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wanted to hear more about Tom. <laughs> okay. No, Tom's done for the night. Now we're going to talk about Babette. <laughs> no, actually, we're going we're gonna to do a quick little commercial thing, and then we're going to get right to Tom. Sound good? Yeah. Okay. Faster. Sweetheart, would you like to get down on some of the bridal fitness coach? Sure. All right. So what's what's the deal with bridal fitness coaches? The brides are getting ready for their big day. What do they not want to forget about? Oh. I forgot. Well, Babette, <laughs> Babette is actually a client. Yeah, I know. She has no they idea. They don't want to get they don't want to forget about getting in shape. I'll tell you what, let's make it let's make a multiple there choice. You go. They don't want to forget about brides don't want to forget about A the main, B the Alamo. Or three, that it's not just how you look and feel, but it's their state of mind. You mean three, or do you mean C? Well, just it's that one. I think it's okay. C. <laughs> it's about making a commitment to your health and well-being for the rest of your... Life. Very good. Whether your wedding day is next year or next month, Bridal Fitness Coach is there to make sure you're looking and feeling... Amazing. No, 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 no. Fabulous. Fabulous. And um, amazing. Okay. You'll be pro- now with a bridal fitness coach trainer by your side. You'll be provided with a tailor-made fitness program that fits your goals, your time frame, and your budget. Budget. You'll be trained at a gym with private access, or in your home, or in your office, or over the internet using Skype or FaceTime. And she trains brides, bridal parties, and what other disgusting, hairy, grooms. fat grooms? That's right. And um, and um, the mother of the bride she really tra- even trains the mother of the bride absolutely huh? I know she's done what that. does she train her to do shut her dress okay so to schedule a free consultation let's see if you can remember this one what's the web- website sweetheart www.bridalfitnesscoach.com alright or you can call and that might even be the better way to go because then you can talk with her directly absolutely okay so what would be the phone number 415-317-6827 boom boom, boom. Is that phone number? <laughs> Boom. I'm sputtering into you the know, end. You did right. You did I'm you sputtering asked. into the end. Okay. 415-317-6827. Bridal Fitness Coach. Make a commitment. Boom. Oh, Boom. Okay. Good job, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Good job. All right. <laughs> what do you want to say about the Amazon button, Pete? I know you're dying to say something about the Amazon well, button. Well, boys and girls, if you need, it's annoying, if you it? need a new, uh, I don't know, podcast host or, or maybe a new laptop you know, one from the 2000s or earlier. Um, you can go onto Amazon and buy it. But instead of doing that, first go to skmorton.com. Yes, Any yes. page on skmorton.com. Yes. And then click on the Amazon button. Then you can buy the stuff you need. You don't have to pay any extra. But the show will get a, 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 a smidgen or a tisket back from Amazon 
And uh, so, anyway, go to skmorton.com, click on the Amazon button, shop as you normally would. We'll get a kickback, and you don't have to do anything or pay anything extra. All right, Pete. So, yes, Amazon button, please remember. Okay. Oh, who are the people in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. Say, who are the people in your neighborhood? Yay! Anyway. Okay, so this kind of... Who are the people in our neighborhood? The people in our neighborhood is Tom Sweeney, and he's actually... I've been trying to... You know, get a foothold in the city for being the go-to guy. But the fact of the matter is, until he's dead, I'm going to have an uphill battle. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are, is that why you're trying to feed him? Are those poisonous cookies? Thank you very in much. In fact, man. you're sitting in the wrong spot. Um, right. <laughs> oh, a break in the uh, ceiling. <laughs> okay. He's very excited about you being I was. Here. I've been talking about it for months. Thanks. You know, because you wouldn't come. And so anyway, uh, sitting so on here the we have him now. this morning. <laughs> So what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to get into all of the name dropping that you've tried to do already. But before we do that, we're going to get to know how you came to be that the sweeniness that you possess, the vastness of your sweeniness. We need to we want to build it from the ground up to learn, to get to know. Wow. So it all starts with the when and the where and the and the uh, two where's, the one where. Where tell us about yourself there, sir. Well, um, I grew up in uh, the Sunset District of San Francisco, born in uh, St. Mary's Hospital, went to Reardon High School, City College. I went to City College for two years, and um, I took a hotel restaurants uh, class there. And um, I was really, I was heading to the San Francisco Fire Department or Police Department. That's the job I was heading for, but I was still too young. And all the guys from Reardon, St. Ignatius, and Sacred Heart were all um, going to take the test at the same time. And then my mom knew the general manager of the Silver Strake Hotel, and um, I took it for a summer job that I, I wasn't planning on 41 summers right. <laughs> what, uh, what year was it uh, 1976 cool then my i couldn't believe it i i got picked over 150 guys for that job and um Whoa. i wasn't planning like to say second. you you didn't your mom know or someone she knew, knew the, the gen- guy she knew so the general manager you got picked yeah it was it was uh but the nepotism dorm, but the nepotism. Dorm, yeah but the doorman there's only 100 doormen all san francisco so you gotta wait till somebody dies on that job to get it almost wow Fortunately, the guy, I, the guy's job I took, he ended up going to the wrong hotel for his paycheck, so he got kind of seen now at 65. Ended up going to the wrong hotel. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I got yeah. the wrong direction. Wrong check. Wrong Maybe check. you stepped in front of a thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. So I came in for the closer. So, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and my, and her, her, her dad was uh, assistant fire chief for San Francisco. Really? Yeah. He, um, he was San Francisco fire department. My dad worked for Chevron here on Market Street. Uh-huh. So uh, we're um, three generations San Francisco. My dad grew up on Haight Street. He didn't have enough hair to be a hippie, but uh-huh. even Charles Manson used to go to his store. His p- grandparents owned Sweeney's Ice Cream Land. It was popular on uh, Haight and Belvedere. Uh-huh. And um, everybody used to go there from the 49ers and all the people from Poly well, High School. Because the Keysar was yeah. right. They were playing at Keysar. So it was a toy store, candy store, and um, ice cream store, and it was really famous. And, and um, hang out for the Manson family? Ice cream now? Oh, that's called Swanson's. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's close. That's the it's one close. on Hyde. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, so your yeah. family is like a... You're like a... I'm uh, way back. I mean, back in the my <clears throat> my dad went to Lowell High School. My mom went to presentation, and then I'm one of five kids. I'm in the middle of five kids. Uh-huh. I'm the only doorman in the family. <laughs> what What do the rest do? Uh, my brother John runs Marquette University Sports. And, really? Yeah, Marquette. And then my brother Jim works for the Giants. Fort is a vendor out there selling T-shirts and all. Now it's interesting. He's a vendor because uh, you were a vendor, weren't you? 
Yeah, my brother John, Jim, and I were all vendors. Um, that was, that was my first job I ever had. Um, at 14 years old, my mom, once again, knew somebody from the Giants that time. Who is your You're mom? Well, her dad, her, 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 her dad was just a fire chief. So how that's many people uh, have you killed? <laughs> oh, your mom was, like your mom was, your mom's dad was the fire chief. No, my, my grandfather was a fire chief, yeah. Okay. Assistant. But um, <clears throat> my mom, um, she got us jobs when I was 14. It was the best thing ever happened. And that got me ready for this high-profile job as a doorman. Right. Because you're in front of like 60,000 people at the ball game. I mean, well, especially when you when you're, peanuts. Yeah, when you have peanuts. I started with soda. You got to work your way up, you know. Now, oh, yeah. Tom really? Hank, now, Tom Hanks and I used to work together. Tom really? Hanks. What? Tom Hanks were both 14 years old, and we were selling soda at the Oakland Coliseum. In our first year, we went to the World Series with... The Okan A's. Wow. Wait a minute. That would have been 76? Yeah. So that would have been with Raleigh Fingers? Later on, yeah. Raleigh yeah. Fingers all That was when I first started following the A's. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. They had one of the best teams ever. And, yeah. then, and then next year, we went to the Super Bowl with the Raiders. Yep. No, of course, so, I was Oakland, with the Snake. Yeah. Hold on a second. Oh, I'm going to talk now. Good. Okay, you just sit back. Okay, so you yeah. got the Snake. Yeah, be quiet, now, next, now, to the left. Actually, I'd rather listen to... <laughs> no, 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 no. This is my show. Right in front of the snake, you got so, Dave Dalby, number Tom, 50. Babette, we're going to revolt. Just to the left of Tom, him. We don't want to hear him talk about the Raiders. You got number 63, Gene Upshaw. Now, he was not only a Hall of Famer, he was also the union's... Uh, he was blah, president blah, 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 of the Players blah, blah, Union. Blah, 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 and just on the side of him was Art Shell, who, as we know, became the head coach of the Raiders twice. Now, the thing is, at one point, you had two tight ends. You had Dave Casper, but you also had Raymond Chester. And let's not forget about Henry Lawrence. So, And then there your backfield with Mark Van Egan and Marv Hubbard. So anyway, yeah, back to the person in our neighborhood. Okay, uh-huh. yeah, back to. <laughs> Good lord. Oh, that's true. Right. Yeah. So when did you meet Tom Selleck? I've never met Tom Selleck, but I feel like I met almost everybody that's been in People Magazine. Have you met Prince. Important. I met Prince. He used to stay at my hotel all the time. And he was so skinny, and and he wore purple. Yeah. And what else? Um, and he, and he, he was almost vacuumed up one day when they didn't see him. <laughs> yeah, he was so he was skinny. He was like man. a toothpick. I, yeah. I couldn't believe it how skinny he was. And well, he's a short man, right? And then I've had Bruce Springsteen well, no, and no, Mick Jagger. Oh, Prince. Yeah. Oh, okay, what were you doing when I was talking about Snake? Well, well Prince was a, he's a great guy. Shh. He's that a good tipper, too. He's he a good was tipper. a good tipper? Yeah, he was a good tipper. He better be. Yeah. I'm like, you know, where they, I'm not there for my looks, you know. By the way, as a side note, I've heard that Jay-Z and Beyonce, who are co-owners of Tosca, were not very good tippers. Did you ever meet Jay-Z and Beyonce? Um, I got my cab once. Yeah? Yeah, that's on my, my job. How tall is she? Um, I don't know. It was a long time ago when I got them, so yeah. I don't know. I, I got cabs for so many movie stars and limos. Mariah Carey, Jennifer Lopez, they, I've gotten limos for them all. Yeah, but, but Beyonce's better looking than all of those. That yeah, is true. It's very important. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Sorry. Okay, now he's going Whoopi Goldberg. Hold on a second. She's been at a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now let me go back to where we were. So. He's a young man. Where oh, do you I, get can't, I, can't get autographs. I can't get autographs on my job. I, that would be degrading on my okay, job. Okay, okay. Did they tell you that when you first started? No. Like, don't they, pester the They stars. never did, but I don't want to, okay. I don't want to, you know, I, I got to yeah. treat everybody the same on that job. Well, I mean, here's the thing. You're, you're, you're a celebrity, too. Do they want to take pictures with you? I mean, you're um, just as cool as them. Well, talking about pictures, um, I get I got voted by the Chronicle, the most photographed guy in San Francisco. Mm. You get your picture taken between um, 500 to 1,000 a day. For 41 years, that's a lot of pictures. Yeah. Between, and now are you that's an eight hour, eight hour for all of those? Not always. Sometimes they're taking pictures <laughs> off the cable car. Now they got movie cameras, so you're on, every move is on camera. So wow. You got to look at every day. You really careful. So how many, right, how yeah. many times Don't have you been caught picking your, yeah, mm-hmm. I was just going to exactly. say. Well, I try not to do that, so, yeah, I try you not to do that. You wear white gloves, though, right? Um, Sometimes <laughs> on a cold day. 
All right, because that might, you know, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. weird because I'm the least photographed person in San Francisco, <laughs> and they've caught me picking my nose seven times. That's true. They, yeah. So. Yeah, we had all the National League baseball teams stay at our hotel. That was a big I hit. I lost control. Yeah. yeah, in the 80s, all those guys, from Tommy Seaver and Johnny Bench. Oh. Tom Seaver was the guy who signed my mitt when I was a kid. Oh, was that? Yeah. Yes. We always looked up to those guys. I mean, yeah. they were all cool guys. Okay, so we're, we're going to come back to this. Remember we were building something? True. But he's a, and he's a vendor both at the Coliseum and Candlestick. Yeah, I did uh, 20 years there. That was a part-time job, and then being a doorman was full-time for right. 41 years. So, um, so yeah, uh, all you had to do was work. Like three hours at the game, you know. So I do it on my day off, but it's only like three hours. But it, it was, was worth fun. it. Oh, it was awesome. It didn't feel like work. Huh? You you want to hear um something funny? The National League teams all stay at a hotel, and one of the ball players' uh, wife uh, needed a cab to go see her husband play from the Cincinnati Reds. So I uh, whistled the cab down, and um, she tried to give me a tip. I go, "That's okay. I, I, your husband's a good friend of mine." So guess what? I my shift ended right then, and I raced out to Candlestick Park. And I jumped in my beer vending outfit, and this lady yells down the third base, hey, I need a beer. I go, now I'll take your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's that was yeah. within 30 minutes of the time getting wow. out from the hotel. So wow. That was, that was pretty Did funny. she tip you then? She did give me a yeah, tip. That's yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's it was good. cool. It was cool. Nice. Very cool. Okay. So, well, actually, we kind of skipped ahead because we didn't go all through Reardon. Oh, yeah, Reardon High School, yeah. So you were a scholar athlete. What's funny, I play most sports except track, and now I've done 30 marathons. 30 marathons, Yeah, I wow. do the Boston marathons. How did you get into the, doing the marathons? Well, when I was, um, getting, when I was heading for the San Francisco Police or Fire Department, you know, oh, you had to get in shape. And yeah. then, um, so I started running um, San Francisco Marathon with some of the guys that were taking the fire test for me. And then um, I've been running ever since. I've done one almost every major city. Being in the hotel business, it's great. You get to stay all over the world for $50, all the hotels in the world. Really? So every year, every year I'm on a plane to a different city with my wife and kids. Wow. Yeah, I just yeah. stayed in a in a Cano Lodge in Phoenix over the weekend. That's a good one throat. too, though. And then the Beta Breakers, I ran in my Beaver outfit. I've done that. Oh, uh, wow. I've done that like over thirty eight times. That's awesome. And the uniform weighs forty pounds, so it's not the easiest thing to run in. Right. And I have um, I have actually forty five uniforms. Forty five. Oh, we've got we've got, we've got pictures. We've got pictures that are being circulated yeah. at this point. And they um they, they come I'm made up from all over the world. My um uh, my hat is from LA, my uniform's from New York, my socks are from Sunset Soccer Store in the Sunset District. My shoes are uh, sponsored by a company from Australia. They're sponsored. Yeah, somebody gets them for free. And wow. then um they seen my story on TV or something. And then they uh my whistle's from London and um it's pretty amazing. Now, what about the them. other doormen? They're paying for their, their uniforms themselves? Uh, no. Well, the uniforms are all paid by the hotel, but oh, okay. your shoes, you have to buy your own shoes. But I some see. company from Australia has followed my career. Because yeah. you're a celebrity. That's um, true. You are know. a celebrity. I should give you more respect. Well, it's even more but amazing. It's not going to happen. What's even more amazing is the hotel um, kind of, they made um, me the marketing guy at the hotel. So um, for many years, I, I was on every key, every guest checking in the hotel. My face was on every key, 417 rooms. And then I was on uh, luggage tags. I was on water bottles. I, you know when you get your bill in the mail? Jeez. There I am again. You can't, you can't get rid of me. Wow. Now, are you? Do you get compensated for that? Oh, yeah. I got my are own you? marketing contract. So Good for you. Oh, good for you. Yeah. So I, I kind of, um, it's amazing. So this, this is how my career kind of, well, my career really took off in 1981 when I tackled two robbers outside the hotel. That's wow. right. And yeah. Oh, you he's the guy. Yes, he is. He was I had told her about Kung this. Fu I was, sweetie. Now here's you know what? It's right? been destroyed, so I'll just let you know. Back back to the sausage. I was trying to build up his athletic career in high school and how he was in played football. You were a middle linebacker, yeah, is that correct? Right? Yeah. Mike linebacker. Yeah. And therefore he was built 
for his destiny, yeah. which was to be a superhero in 1981. Yeah, you can tell um, the story. Well, these two guys robbed these tourists checking their hotel of uh, their luggage, and um, but little they know, I was a marathon runner too. So That's I gave, right. I, gave wow. him a, I gave him a head start. I gotta say, I gave him a head start. <laughs> and they, the dumb thing about it, they were running next to each other. So, so I ran, and I dove, and I bought them, bought them both down with a, enough flourish. Were you, you were you still on that block, or were you in Union Square by the time? I was down near Union Square. What yeah. Anytime yeah. I go fast with those wheels, I can see <laughs> how. It, wheel? it wasn't wheel. No, this is in 1981. Yeah. The wheel hadn't been invented yet. No, no. Sweetie. So what happened is uh, Mayor Feinstein saw it in the um, paper on TV, and she um, called me, and she wanted um, – so the same week, Joe Montana threw the Dwight Clark, the catch, which was gone to the first Super Bowl. Right. So Feinstein had us come to her office, and um, so she said, we're, we're, uh, we're in a quarterback, Joe Montana, a receiver, Dwight Clark, and a tackle, Tom Swinney. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love so wait, it. Okay, did they have weapons on them? No. No, Joe they, Montana doesn't believe in guns. <laughs> no, I was, I was fortunate they didn't have any weapons, but Good. you never know when you're chasing them, you know. Right. So you got the... Oh, I sorry. got the, it was called the Nick of Time Award, right. the, the highest bravery award you get in San Francisco. And Joe Montana and Clark, we were the first ones to get it because, um, you know, these went to Super Bowl. I mean, everybody in the world wanted to, and we're, we're right. all the same age. We're all like, you know, oh, yeah? 59 to 60 years old now. Do you have a place in the Millennium Tower? Uh, thank God not. No. <laughs> <laughs> so now, so far with these people you've mentioned, the, the, the Montana and Clark and like a Tom Hanks, are you do you do you have access to those guys? Do you have each other's numbers and things? Do you ever talk? Oh, to them? well, Montana and Clark they came out and saw me a lot at the job. Yeah, they, yeah. Um, Hanks is always in L.A. or New York filming, right. so I, he's come by once or twice when I've been working. Clark's so what happened is the uh, hotel thought that was great. So then the um, they sent me to Alcapoco, all expense paid trip for seven days at a five star hotel, and when I was there, I took a, one of my good buddies from high school. Um, and um, we're running on the beach, and a guy and a girl are out there waving us. I said, God, do we know anybody in Mexico? And he goes, no. I go, holy cow, they're drowning. So now yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm a swimmer, too, oh. so thank God. Listen to this. Wait Can, a listen second. To this. So then I swam around and saved the girl's life. And um, <laughs> the, the, sto- wow. the story went all over the world. Dan Ratter had me on World News for it, and uh, the story wow. went all over the world. So I tackled two robbers, and came back with a drowning uh, victim. I told you he's a superhero. Wow. Well, right. I, I just like living on the edge. You wow. set this up in an elaborate hoax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Alcapulco. I wish, I wish. That's amazing. He's a mastermind yeah. of crime. Wow. That's what it was. <laughs> so then, then the young and the rest of soap, uh, soap opera called me, and they wanted me to play on that show. So there I go to New York. I'm, I'm playing on the young and the rest. Of so do you have a SAG card? Uh, no, but I, I've been in a few movies, but not yeah. enough to get sacked because uh, you don't okay. want to quit your day job, you know. Right. Oh, then you have to you have to make that your full time to get yeah, on set. Yeah, okay. and really? Being a doorman, you don't want to leave that job. Right, it's, right. It's it's my life. Yeah. But uh, but I've been I've been in movies with Sam Elliott. Him and I were in a movie together. I love. She loves. Sam she was just talking Elliott. about him the other day. We used to yeah. party. Oh, we used to drink it every night. He was great. <gasps> Can I meet him? Oh yeah, <laughs> I love his voice. So oh, yeah, we guy. usually tell everybody it's it's good it's a good enough yeah. time to. So she's the insista. She's very very good. If uh-huh. you give her an inch, uh-huh. she will I take will. it a mile, and you'll you'll have to. In oh, fact, I, to. you don't you won't know this till you get home tonight. Yeah. But she's already been put into your will. Oh, that right? <laughs> okay. yeah. So you and I need to take Matter a picture, of uh-huh. and you can text to Sam Elliott. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't know where he is right now, but. I mean, when, he, when he's with me, you know, we're... we're but the only, the only caption I is we have... Him. They might not know where they... If they go drinking, they might not know where they are when they are together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I it was great, him. and uh, it's been great. But it's been an interesting career. I, I never I never dreamed this would ever happen. This uh, Yeah. How far into it did you realize this is what you wanted to do? 
Well, yeah. about three weeks into the job, I go, this is a pretty good job. Why? And, uh, Why? Yeah, it was just, it? It was, uh, I always like dealing with people. And, um, and on this job, you're dealing with great people. I mean, everybody's in a good mood. Yeah, they're on vacation. If I was in the police and fire, I'd be going yeah, all the opposite. Off. Oh, and and I get to sleep now. after midnight. I get to sleep after midnight. Yeah. Because <laughs> in the police and fire, you got to work midnight right. sometimes or 24 well, hours. Definitely. You don't get tired of answering the same questions. Oh, no. So constantly. here's. Um, He's doing it at this very moment. So I know, right? Answer, answer questions. So here's what happens in a, a typical year 25,000 times a year, they ask me where the cable car stops. So, now, how often do you get it right? <laughs> Well, sometimes I miss, but no, okay. right. but then this, the the other ones, where's Fishman's Wharf? That's like fifteen thousand times a year. And you know what the third one is? Let me guess. Wait, wait, wait. Where, so um, you, the first one was where do you catch the cable car? Second one is where's Fishman's Wharf? Now does Alcatraz get included with the Fisherman's Wharf? Thing? No, that's different. Okay, no, where's Lombard Street? That's a good one. No, no, it's your it's about your outfit. No, no, no. I think you guys will be shocked with the the third one is. How do you dispose of a body? Uh, no, that one, what but, time is Walgreens open? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 24 hours, yeah. Right. Uh, you, ever... you know what it is? It's actually, where is an ATM machine? Oh. Oh. That is taking, the, that is taking Chinatown uh, off the list. But wow. it used yeah. to be those three, Chinatown, um, Fishman's Wharf. Right. But uh, ATM machine, everybody's using these ATM machines. Mm. Wow. I think the busiest one in San Francisco is right across from my hotel, actually. But uh, yeah, so you get a lot $3 of three dollars every yeah. transaction. So three, can, we, $4. can we talk a little bit about? Oh yes, you have a question. I yeah. do. I wanted to know what distinguishes a doorman from all the other ninety-nine mustaches. <laughs> well, that's a start. <laughs> no, I, I noticed in that but, in that. But I think my my one. uniform is. Um, I think my uniform is like a stop sign. I mean, everybody kind of like stops okay. and looks at you. I mean, it's it's because okay. a lot of um, hotel doormen, they're all Greek guys in the city, but they're. Um, they, their their uniforms look like uh, airline pilots. Yeah, they do. So they look almost the same in a lot of hotels, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, but ours really stands out. So I'd wear mine on on my day off. How? When? Yeah. Was but that? it's not just the uniform because you have a personality that draws people. Well, and that that helps too. And uh, I really saved from um, starting early as a vendor at the ballpark got me ready for this high profile job. Right. Yeah. Now, how long has that uniform been in play? Oh, it's been the there beginning from, of the hotel. Well, the hotel was um, nineteen twenty-eight. It was open, and they've been wearing it for probably sixty, um, sixty something years, maybe sixty-five years. Hmm. But it's a great uniform. It's it's almost like wearing a football uniform, actually. And they cost three thousand dollars. So my house, I have um, forty-five uniforms um, at my house. It's I got one for uh, dignitaries, one for run the beta breakers. Rent for um, celebrity pool toss. They throw me in the Phoenix Hotel for money. Wow. And then I got another one for um, parades. I've been in parades up Market Street. And then uh, then playing on the Young the Rest, the soap opera. I, I wore another like uniform. Oh, and then, Is this uh, from the hotel? Yeah. I got one for drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so the dignitaries one, they warn you well in advance. Oh, Obama's coming. Or, oh, well, this person's. Well, I get on. called. Um, one time I couldn't believe I got a call from the White House. And they, they told me. Tony Blair wants the party with you, and he's coming to San Francisco. Whoa. I go, you gotta be kidding! So I'm watching TV. I'm like, I'm, I'm watching TV on a Friday night, and President Bush is with Tony Blair. And then next thing, I, they tell me tomorrow night he's flying to San Francisco, and uh, they want you to party with them up at George Schultz's house, the Secretary of State. So he was a great guy. I mean, I felt like I went to high school guy. He was like yeah. a really cool guy. So you can't ever shave that. Um, you just—that's no. iconic now. See, I went to—I went to Catholic schools, and uh, you couldn't have a mustache in Catholic schools in San Francisco. Oh, but so the day rebellious. I got out, the day I got out, I grew it and never shaved it. <laughs> Do you yeah. ever have a? 
Oh, drag queen. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. You want to hear me something funny? Uh, the, I do. The hotel, the hotel um, it's one of my real beat up old ones. The hotel threw it out in this garbage bin outside the hotel. And in the middle of the night, some uh, homeless guy jumped in and took this uniform. And Don't he, call me that. <laughs> and he, he calls the hotel like two days later. He goes, hey, um, do you want to buy a Tom Sweeney Beefroot outfit? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I go, what are you talking about? We're trying to get rid of that thing. <laughs> Okay, I'll take twenty bucks. Right. Yeah. Is that yeah. is that how they normally dispose of them? Is just no. I, I have most of them at home, but um, okay. but yeah, there's a couple that were really you know from around the beta breakers in them and all that stuff. And carrying all that luggage, um, all that gold kind of gets ripped apart, you know. Yeah. Do you have intentions on sometime in the future, like doing an auction or something like that? Um, well, when I retire, I, I'll probably just give them all the charity. And I'm going to keep my first one. I still have my first one in 1976. That's, oh wow! That's so cool. You, you yeah. can't read that. And can I'll, you fit in it? Barely. Yeah. <laughs> it's fourth and goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, yeah. We t- can we talk My a little about the Drake? Too. Can we talk <laughs> a little bit about the Drake yeah. itself? Now, it sounds like you have a, a drinking problem because there's a lot of the drinking stories come in, so that's yeah. good. Well, My, I grew up in the sunset, yeah. so you know, what do you expect? <laughs> the question, and I'm Irish. Yeah, that, that's not a... The yeah. question becomes, with all these guys, like when you're drinking with Sam Elliott and, or with uh, Tony Blair, have you ever had a Sweeney Teeny? I've had many Sweeney Teenies. Yes. And a Sweeney Teeny, um, they named that after me on my 20 years as a doorman. The, wow. the bartender is now at the Bellagio. That, oh, really? That invented that drink. And it's a beefier gin with grenadine, champagne, blackberry, and it, it runs for $14 at our hotel. Wow. So it's been on the menu there for um, since, like, you know, a long time now. Now, is that in the place downstairs, too, or um, only up at the Starlight Room? It's in both places, yeah. yeah. But may, right now, it's it just went downstairs, but it was on the Starlight Room for a long time, too. Right. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's actually a good drink, and uh, yeah. Now, but as far as the Starlight Room goes, first, what happened to Harry Denton? Um, he had to leave. He's he's like seventy two years old right now, uh-huh. and um, I think he's living in a um, one of those assisted living homes uh, I hear okay, in, so in uh, just, Seattle. Yeah. All right, but so, he's still uh, with us. Yeah, but yeah, he was a great guy to work yeah. with. Yeah. So it's just the Starlight Room now. Yeah, that's what it is. And it was Starlight Roof when I started there in the right. 70s, too. So how did he get in there and make it Harry Denton's? Um, well, Kempton Hotels had him in some of his other properties. Uh-huh. Was and he then, a restaurateur or something? Um, well, they had a restaurant, um, like a bar called Harry's, and then had a bar um, Southside. And a lot of them were kind of run by uh, Kempton Hotels. Uh-huh. So that's kind of how he got his foot in the door. And then uh, what happens, the Oz at the St. Francis all of a sudden closed after 30 years. That was a hot nightclub. Yeah. So then it seemed like then they had Harry come to our hotel and they used his name for the hotel, like the bar. And then that attracted a lot of people for a long time. Was Harry the operator of the restaurant or he was just getting, there was, was an agreement, we'll use yeah. your name and you get a little Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Gotcha. That's okay, what it was, So yeah. it wasn't like he was making the calls. No, the hotel owns the building. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. Are they looking for a new name? I don't know. You want to use your name? Yeah, S.K. Morton's no. Starlight Room. It'd be like a peanut butter bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is there a rivalry between the Drake and the St. Francis? Uh, no, the only rivalry is a lot of people get dropped off at the wrong hotel. I guess, because nice. they both got the And then Francis. they end up tipping that doorman. <laughs> and then they come to your hotel and, uh, and they don't we were tip that doorman, or it's a vice oh, versa. You know? really? Okay, so it evens itself out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that happens uh, more than you imagine. And they don't have to wear heavy a heavy uniform, right? What are they just wearing, uh, well, like they, a black... Well, they used to wear heavier overcoats, and um, one thing that's weird about uh, doorman, the uh, colleges um, like doorman hats. So uh, fraternities... Um, 
I've been fortunate. I they tried to steal my hat once, and um, <laughs> so I they, they stole my hat. They had a getaway car and um, a heads up cab driver saw my hat go in and got the license. And uh, they sent six cop cars, uh, code three. Wow! They sealed off the whole area, crime tape and everything. They ended up catching the getaway car, and the guy went to jail. He really went to jail. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what don't mess with a doorman. Wow. So some hotels now don't even put their name of the hotel on it because they, you so know, the kids won't have kids an like the St. Francis and the Fairmont used to have their name on it. So right, yeah, they they got so many hats stolen that they go, we can't. Up. Right. Yeah. So now with the other doorman, how, how many are there at the at the Drake? Uh, there's three doormen. There's... And then there's seven bellmen that are understudies. They'll, they'll, uh-huh. they'll cover the door on vacation or um, on you know on, on a break or and all. Do they wear the Beefeater outfit as well? No, there's only three There's only three or four um, Beefeater outfits here. Yeah, okay. The one, the one guy gets the word. He's the uh, up and coming. Like, he'll probably take my spot when I retire. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I mean, they're not people saving people's lives and running down criminals and stuff but are any of them going to be in the running to fill your shoes or is it just going to be when you're gone um you know i they're all gonna my career will be over and you know they'll do a great job you know they're all great guys Very someday you, someday you have to <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. he's like no one's me yeah, right. yeah someday you just gotta you can't look back you know do you purposely sit down and try to keep track of everything or is it just coming to you washing over you from just being here all the time Oh, just being there, you know. Yeah. Just, yeah you kinda... So you don't have to constantly be looking at all the newspapers and reading everything that's going on. Oh no! Uh, on well, no, I'll, I'll take that back. I, I read four papers a day. Yeah. And I watch all the TV news. I mean, when I'm on vacation, I yeah. have people save me the uh, newspapers. Right. So I, I, uh, you never want to miss anything because right. like, it's embarrassing if you send to a restaurant that's been closed for like yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the more you know on that job, the the better. So I'm really educated on uh, what's going on in the city. All right. You know, did you hear SFS closed down? Yeah. SF Airport or what? No, the no, SFS SF magazine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You heard it first. You heard it first here. Okay, so now you've you've given us some of the celebrities, some of the the heads of state that you've talked to. But what about events? For instance, the thing I always think of. Well, no, Patty Hearst was seventy four. Huh? Yeah, Patty Hearst. Um, she actually robbed the bank about twelve blocks from her house. Right. That day in the Sunset District. And what about the what about the earthquake? I was working for the Giants that day. I would have been working the um, hotel, but. I took a vacation day, and the Giants, you know, when you can make 20%. It's a World Series. I mean, you can make like. You have to do World Series. 1,500, right? 2,000 for the World Series yeah, in one day, yeah. you know. You know, the game never happened, so every, nobody knew what to do, so they all bought souvenirs off us. So. Oh, and really? It, it was amazing. We were out there, and it was amazing. The best thing that ever happened to you. Uh, yes. <laughs> but then the Giants end up going and losing the World yeah, Series. They but did. but it, think, fortunately, I work for the A's too, so right, you know yeah. I, you couldn't go wrong on that one. What about uh, like when um, Moscone and Milk got shot? Um, Were you working? Uh, that one, um, I wasn't just yet, but that that happened just happened. Yeah. yeah. And then I knew the Moscone family. I grew up with them, hmm. and um, so I knew um, Dan White too. He was a Samsco cop and fireman. Yeah. Uh, so I knew him, and so I knew almost. I didn't know milk, but um, it was it was a pretty sad day in the city. Were you surprised when you heard about it that Dan White had done that? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I just I guess he just didn't want his, He thought the city was changing too quick. I guess. Yeah. So it was, but you know he was a supervisor, so he's right in the middle of all that. Right. So, um, you know I'm a kid out in the Sunset District, so yeah, we didn't really true. know what's going on down there. Well, what kind of changes have you seen? Um, well, I gotta say in the city, um, I gotta say tourism, um, really took off. I tell you, when I started in 1976, there was uh, only 11,000 hotel rooms and now there's 35,000. Yeah. The only, um, convention center was this tiny, um, Bill Graham, Brooks Hall. And then there was no airport or bus at our hotel. I mean, you had to take a bus to the tender line, which was really dangerous. 
And then uh, I'd say 90% guys were traveling back in those days for business. There was no woman traveling. Now it's almost even. Yeah. It's incredible how I say And the worst thing ever happened was um, wheels on luggage. Oh, really? That, Why? Oh, because then you didn't have, they didn't well, want you to touch her? not as bad for me, but for a bellman in the hotel, these yeah. people would carry their uh, wheelers yeah, to the right elevator. Back up. So that's oh, probably yeah. been the worst thing I've seen in the hotel business uh, for. I've always said the bellman. wheel was a horrible invention. Yeah. Yeah. Now Uber's out there, so that's changing the whole concept of the city. Yeah. Now, Pete, I know you got to get rolling. Do you have any questions you want to ask him before you go? No, no, no. I, no this has been really awesome, and Thanks. I appreciate you coming. Thanks, on. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And do you, you guys keep going. Yeah, you, you have a couple more minutes. Yeah, yeah. We'll get the last couple um, questions yeah, I'm, in. I'm on vacation. Yeah. So. I guess just tell people about my GoFundMe. Yeah. When does yeah. that end? It doesn't really. Okay. Well then. So <laughs> if people want to put money towards my album, go to GoFundMe.com/slash Pete Feliciano. It's P-E-T-E-F-E-L-I-C-I-A-N-O, um, and they can donate. And however much money we get will affect exactly right proportionally to the quality. So the, if we get way over our 3500 goal, we'll get even better production or more instrumentals or more CDs printed and more better t-shirts and better video, maybe two videos, you know, we'll see what happens. But right now, uh, as of 11:25 or whatever it is, um, out of our 3500 goal, we're at 2310. So awesome. that's good. I can't play any of the songs on this show. But other than that, <laughs> are you, are you, are you going to have anything that I can go, hey, listen to this? I've thought about it, but, you know. <clears throat> oh, but, man. You know. I'll, I'll ask you on the next one because there's a couple songs that you've done on this show that were originals that I was going to ask you about those and see if they were on there. But uh, I'm thinking about at least probably both of those. Yeah, I, the, the one about the dad. Yeah. Uh, it's just so moving and so wonderful, but and I know. don't cuss anywhere in that. You don't, you don't. But it's also it's, really depressing. So it is. Anyway. It's a cats in the cradle kind of thing. But right. Okay. Thanks, Pete. So yeah, we'll see you next you. week. Hi, Pete. Nice to meet you. Okay. Yeah. Good luck. Okay. Thank All right. You. See you on Pal Street. Yes, see you on Pal Street. Yes, you will. Uh, and what, where did we leave off? The hotels. The uh, hotels. Uh, the, how it's changed. Yeah, oh, years. the things that have changed, and yeah. we talked a little bit about history. Yeah. And so we're saying the start of your San Francisco celebrity was when you. Were the hero and saved the day in '81. Yeah, that was the turning point. But recently, and Herb Kane and Herb Kane write about me. Yeah. all the time, you know. Yeah, uh, from it was starting from that point from on. From that point on, yeah. Now, but now, in more recently, with Mayor Ed Lee. Yeah, Ed Lee gave me the um, Tom. Sw- they named the a day after me in San Francisco, the That's Tom cool. Swinney Day on May second. May second of this year. Wow. Or was every it last year? year? That was is it last. every year? No, well, every May second. Well, yeah, it's yeah, and it's a. Oh. I got a big plaque on my. Uh, house yeah i mean inside the house so tom so he Sweeney uh day. tom Sweeney day and then uh so that's pretty cool yeah so my, my family's pretty amazed yeah and then on the ground outside the hotel um the hotel put um on my 30 years they engraved me in the hollywood hall of fame on the street my name is engraved in right where all those people walk by right in the hotel. so uh wow. that's uh pretty cool too so yeah. they, they put that in there too so i've, I've been pretty fortunate um this job's opened a lot of doors so at any point in your life did you think, oh, maybe I'll leave San Francisco? No, no, I would never leave the city. Yeah, we have a we have a home, a summer home in the wine country, but that's the only time I leave, or to, right. to run a marathon in all these different cities, yeah. you know. But this city's so great. I mean, it's changing, but it's still a great city. Yeah, 
No, not that it stays the same from growing up in, right. the, in the, the avenues, you know. That's what I try to tell people. Yeah. When they say, oh, everything's different. And they've been here for five years. Yeah, and yeah. complaining about things being different <laughs> right. in five years. And a lot of people lately have been claiming. You mean like your wife? Yes. <laughs> complaining about the Salesforce <laughs> Tower. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, well, the, the, that's the exact same words were used oh, for, yeah. the, for the pyramid oh, when it was the built. the same thing, yeah. My son's working on that Salesforce building. Yeah. He's an electrician yeah. in the city. Yeah. I love the city, but the thing that gets to me is how dirty it's gotten. Oh yeah, that's definitely happening. But I see that in a lot of cities. I just—it's just pretty hard to control everything in these cities yeah. now. Yeah, it's just—it's just hard to control it. You know, it's—it's yeah. it's just really sad. The homeless—it's that thing's another story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is a shame because I remember in the seventies. Because you know, my memories only go to the seventies. Yeah, I'm not anywhere near as old as you, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I do remember that. Manhattan and New York was grimy and dirty and crime ridden, and San Francisco was the pretty green city. Yeah, we city. were. We were that. And uh, a couple of years ago, Babette and I went to Manhattan. Were amazed at how clean it was. Oh, they did a great job. In yeah, New York. I mean it's unbelievable. They're in Chicago. Yeah, they don't allow any of the homeless or right. panhandling. I mean, they really did their homework. Yeah, yeah. But so. I don't know this city. It's it's just pretty. You know, anything goes. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah. On the other hand, on the good side of it, though, because you love, I love San Francisco as yeah. well. My answer when people say, what do you love about it? I always say, it's like a, an amusement park. We've got our rides mm-hmm. that go right by the Drake. Exactly, uh, yeah. And that's what people are out in the middle of the street taking pictures because it doesn't feel like a city. And yeah. It's small and it's got the hills. It's and a it's mini got the... New York. It's a mini New York. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any other uh, insights onto what, 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 what is it that you love about San Francisco? Well, it doesn't snow here. That's, that's <laughs> one thing. There you go. Well, and, uh, it has. Then, well, it, it snowed in 1976. <laughs> right, right. Do you remember that? And uh, I think just the hills and surrounded by water and right. and the weather is just perfect, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's everybody wants to come here. All the Europeans love this city, and it's like being in Europe. Actually, it's a, almost like a European city. So now let's get down specifically because you are a Sunset boy. Mm-hmm. Are you still in the Sunset? No, I, I bought a home in. Oh, that's right. You were in, the, yeah. in the Richmond district. Well, I paid it off on my fiftieth birthday. Wow! So you own a home in the Richmond outright? Oh yeah. Good oh yeah. For you're, you. Yeah, she's. You're never gonna get rid of Babette now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah I made sure of my fiftieth birthday. I paid off the house. So Good for you. Yeah, and then, then we have the one in the wine country too. Right. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool. And then I've done good on the stock market, so that's why I'm retiring in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I'll congratulations! I'll get a great pension. You know. Yeah. So good for good. you. But I made it. I just, you know, I just started early, like working at 14. Uh, I'm just glad my parents had us work so early, you know, and, and I kept it going, you know. Right. You I had never a good stopped. Work ethic. I never stopped. And it was all dealing with people. And yeah. you're and you're happy. Yeah. You love what you do. I do. And because um, you're dealing with great people and everybody's in a good mood every day. I mean, it, I rarely deal with any jerks on my job. You know, they, the, when you're a doorman, they all look up to you on that job. Yeah. You're the creme de la creme. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You might not want to leave. Oh, you know, it's it'll be you know I've seen it all. I've seen it all. Sixty two yeah. is a perfect year to get out. Yeah. You know, all my friends were all cops and firemen, so all retiring at the same time right, or, yeah. or before you know. But uh, you know, it, you know, you've seen it all, and you know, I think I'd go out. I'd rather go out on top. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I've never been injured in in my whole career as a doorman. Awesome. So most doormen get injured um, over their career. Lifting really? luggage. Oh yeah. This luggage is like fifty to hundred pounds. You know. Mm-hmm. And then you're um you know you're walking up and down Powell Street and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean there's. It's a you got to be in great shape. You got to be a real athlete on that job. Because you lift with your legs and not your back. Oh, yeah, good definitely. for you. Yeah, so that's why I've never been injured. But I've learned that from being a vendor too, because I mm-hmm. I had to lift heavy things of beer and yeah. hot dogs and all that. The peanuts were the only light thing and red ropes. 
But, uh, can you throw them behind your back and everything? In that oh, home? I could do, do, all, do, I do could the whole either. show. Oh yeah, I could do anything. Yeah. <laughs> you can't throw soda. You, you, you <laughs> are kind of like a, a superhero. Uh, well, I wasn't planning on doing that, but it seemed like all You've came in place. Everything. How cool! Yeah, I really f- covered um, a lot of ground. Very cool. That's really good. I'll I'll bring it all the way back now because you had mentioned your parents a couple times before and and what they had done and two mm-hmm. things and you had sounds like you had a really good family life yeah really good when you're a kid growing up in the sunset mm-hmm. what was the stuff that you that you have the the memories of that that's still around that the people can oh like enjoy this now ice cream store is still yeah. there that we used to go to two blocks from the house right Pollyanns oh yeah Pollyanns yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You, you bring your dog there and spin the wheel and then the, they give free uh, doggy cones uh-huh. <laughs> so they that's still there hard to believe yeah. Flanagan's Bar, 45th in uh, Noriega. We used to go there uh, in college. So uh-huh. that's still there. And then, um, I mean, and then the playland at the beach was there when I was there, too. And right. I was there the last day it was open. That, that was oh, really cool. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. When you're walking down the street, they're the people that you meet each day. All right. Well, um, I guess that's, I mean, we could put it out to the audience. They're passing around more pictures of what you've got there. Does anyone else have any other questions that uh, you'd How like to have covered? in the wine country? Uh, we're fine. We, we got two of them up there. One's in Russian River, one's in Sonoma. And uh, the Sonoma one, uh, we evacuated for five days because the fire came the, the back mountain. But we're okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but it was kind of scary there for yeah, five days. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. it's okay now. I mean, uh, yeah, everything's fine. Up, everything's fine up there now. Yeah, everything's good up there now. Yeah, but it was kind of scary there for a while. Do you get tickets to performances? Uh, as a doorman, opera, you get a lot of. Well, you do opera, get a lot of better. You get a lot of restaurants place. take care of you, and I mean, everybody, everybody takes care of you. It's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Doorman's pretty powerful. Well, I'll tell you what. I've got something for you. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we're going to take care of you. So this is in no way implying that you're endorsing my tour. I know you can't do that, but this is a gift we I like to give to my oh, guests. Oh, that's the best. This is a, this, all of my guests that take the tour, oh, this bad. comes with their ticket. Oh, that's awesome. And so the implication here is yeah. that you and your family, uh-huh. if you ever want to come on S.K. Morton's Lousy, right. you know, the one that won for best yeah, tour yeah. of the year. Yeah, yeah. It was just in uh, Bay Guardian. Yeah, in the Bay Guardian. Very yeah. good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know why? Because I, I read all those papers. Yeah. <laughs> So if you guys ever want to take right. the tour, yeah, this, this means you've got you oh, you got free it. tickets oh, to take the tour there, that's and this is for you to take with oh, you there, like that. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. What a, this is a great good job. Yeah. I really appreciate it. <laughs> we'll even bring it. We'll even bring it to the beach with our talk. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bring it too much. It only lasts you about three times. Oh, you only get yeah, three. Yeah, I'm three buying years. that out of China. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, what was the last thing I was going to say to you? Did you write it down? Oh yeah. Oh, there is one thing because as I said, the last of making the sausage. Since episode number two, back in 2014, mm-hmm. <laughs> we've had a goal. Oh, yeah, what's that? There's a, now that you are Pantheon, boom, top of the heap. But wow. then it becomes a tradition of trying to get a certain San Franciscan mm-hmm. to be on this show. That's right. Yeah. So if you ever are able in the uh-huh. next month yeah. to bend the ear of Brian Boitano... Brian, yeah. I have been trying to get I'm him on this yeah. show, and I've been going through all these angles. Guys, yeah. you know him, the chef. What's his name? Yeah. His buddy that's the chef. Scott oh. Scott Ryan or Ryan oh, Scott. Yeah. I've tried him. him. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying all these guys. Yeah. Again. Brian, yeah. So if you should yeah. run across Scott okay. Brian Boitano well, and say, you know, SK is a great guy. Yeah. He'd really if, love to have you on for the if final I see him, If I see him, maybe he'll come around Christmas. Yeah. Sunday, you never know. I, yeah. I actually have only – I saw him. I met him once on my show. okay, yeah. And I know he – Goes to uh, the skating rink at yeah. Moscone. Oh yeah, yeah. A couple times a week, but I don't know what day. Yeah, you're right. That restaurant. <laughs> some guy you knew at a restaurant because he, yes. he was there for some. Yeah, that yeah. Week. And yeah. so he's got a place on Russian, but he's also in Italy a lot too. Uh, yeah. So maybe yeah, you I've could been, do the show in Italy. 
Not a bad idea. And you can get us to stay for 50 bucks. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I'll I'll pick up the parking. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I think we're... It's, it's actually on the script. Well, I don't have a script. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you didn't print me one. Thank you. Let's see. It's only something you've said we every time you've been like on the show. But... Well, What's I'm tired. On? I think we... I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? Are you getting into character? I, feel... I don't know. I don't, feel... <laughs> I don't even want to say this anymore. Then say whatever you want to say. Well, because I don't really... I'm not really tired. I like to... I could talk to... Tom? Tom all night. Sir Tom Sweeney? <laughs> Your good friend Tom, who you're trying to get in his <laughs> will? I have all these... Things going through my head. Uh-huh. I could talk to him all night. Well, you know, if he wanted to stick around and everyone, no, wanted... but I need to go home. Okay, well then. <laughs> <laughs> I really, actually, I don't have any money in the meter, so I think uh, it's time that time we should go home. <laughs> okay, we'll just go home. Then. All right. I left my heart in San Francisco. All righty. Well, hey, Tom, I mean, really, thank you. So this has been an absolute thrill. Oh, thank anytime. So it was a great much, being really. here, and you had a great audience and everybody. Yeah, we here. did. And it thank really you to good. the throng. Thank you guys for coming tonight. All right. Thanks. Thank you again. And remember, <laughs> remember to tell all your friends about the show. Ah, we'll see what happens. Uh, maybe we can, when he retires, we can have him be the booker on the show. We'll come back strong with all with Prince. Oh, wait a minute, that won't work. Uh, remember to like us on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Twitter, Instagram, on Patreon. That's still up for some reason. Also, uh, like SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Walking Tour and Rule 62 Pete on Facebook and YouTube, which brings us to Pete's GoFundMe campaign. It's GoFundMe.com forward slash Pete Feliciano. Their goal is 3500 They're at 2600 now. He says if they go over, they'll be able to make more CDs, maybe bring in more musicians and try to make his album better. Uh, email us at skmortonpodcast at gmail. Remember the Amazon button, Bridal Fitness Coach. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to plug? Um, no, I think you covered it all. All right, 20% tips, right? Oh, yeah. 20%? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cash only. <laughs> you should all be ashamed of yourselves. San Francisco Your golden sun Will shine for me Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. Blah, 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 blah. I'm a great guy. Everything's hard for me. A lot of what I believed would happen did. You're running nothing tonight. With only a couple of in, uh, in, 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 no. It, well, yes, uh, interruptions. There's a guy shooting heroin into his groin right around the corner. Uh, what's your favorite soup? Oh, my goodness. I just had a vision. Little Fantasia hippo. You're so cute, Tom. You're so cute. Tranquilizer, tranquilizer, tranquilizer. Ooh, wasabi. I always knew you were a paste eater. <laughs> I'm a very important part of the show. Son, your stash. No. That's right, son. Actually, say you want to hear a funny story. Yeah, you want to hear a funny story? No. All right, fade the black. Yeah.